Hey everyone, welcome back to the Enduring Churches podcast. This is Trent. I'm here with Alan. And uh, Alan, we, we enjoy doing this. We've both been running like crazy in the last few days. And so being able to sit still for a minute and do this is a blessing to us. Um, it, I, and I hope some, it is to someone else. Yeah, we, we certainly hope so. We're, we're here because we love love churches and we want to see you and your church endure. Um, we believe that the church church is primed and ready to see some great days and we want to help you be ready to participate in that. And so we are we are glad to be here. We are blowing and going. Trent, we are we are still in new jobs. We are, are still newbies in our in our jobs, still getting to know people, still making our way around. And so we've been doing all 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 that kind of stuff. I'm I've been doing a little tour. I'm doing a kind of a lunch tour thing to try to get to some of the pastors I've not gotten to yet. And um, so I've been eating, I've been eating a lot. It's mostly barbecue or Mexican food. And either way, I'm, I've been blessed, but maybe I've been blessed so a say, too much. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what's wrong with either one of those? I, yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I had some smoked turkey yesterday that was sensational at this barbecue place. Mm. And so um, that sounds good. It was. The tater salad was pretty good too. Man, now you're making me hungry. Yeah, no, this... we shouldn't podcast during lunchtime, should we? Probably, <laughs> no. pro- probably not smart. Smart for a couple a couple of guys who haven't missed many meals. But anyway, yeah, yeah. on we go. Right? <laughs> yeah, Trent, you were driving down the road the other day, and you were kind of thinking about the Ten Commandments as they related maybe to to a pastor, and you started thinking something. Tell us what was going on. Um, in your mind that day? Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I know I'm weird. Alan tells me I'm weird all the time, but I, I was just thinking through this and, and just based on some of the encounters that I had had with people. And, and I began to wonder, you know, just the, the, one of the 10 commandments says that we shall have no other gods before him, before the real God. And I began to think about, okay, so, if that were not the case, if I did have other gods, what would they be and how would that affect me? And so that's kind of the, the list we've come up with. And, and I think these are things we need to be aware of as we're pastors, especially. And these are, I think, are good for anyone. Um, and so today we want to talk through this, this list that I've come up with about having no other gods before the real God and how does that affect us. So. Yeah. So let's dump, jump into it here. Okay, yeah, Trent, we've got a list of six things here, six things that we might tend to put above God. And we're going to tell you we've probably missed something. You probably have something we missed, and we want to encourage you to reach out to us and, and let us know what we should have added to this list to make a great point to help us and do better and to, to be better. And we also want you to know if you ever have an idea or a desire to see us talk about a certain issue, please reach out and let us know. We'd love to to hear your thoughts on that as well. But let's, let's jump in, Trent. The first thing, the first thing that's very easy to do is to uh, place the people that you serve above God. How does that, how does that happen? I mean, what does that look like when we're doing that? Well, I think this is very tempting for someone who's kind of in our boat, Alan, who's maybe starting out as a new pastor you know, we've been pastors for a long time, but even when you go to a new position, 
it's tempting to put people above God. And, and so when I was thinking about that, it caused me to realize that if I put people above God, I will preach differently. I will, I will preach to tickle their ears. Um, and it will also cause me to, to keep from preaching the truth that I need to, because I might be afraid, of, oh, I don't want to offend them, you know? And so we have to be careful that we don't place people, the people in our church above God. God has called us to lead those folks. Yeah, you know, Trent, when you were, when you wrote that into our note today, and appreciate you taking the time to to uh, write some of these notes lately. Um, the the thing that that catches me too is how easy it is is to say, well, I've got to get on and get on with people, and we ignore God as a result, and that's not healthy. Yeah, you're right, um, and so it we we'll spend more time with with people than we do with God. If we not only ignoring his leading, but if we're ignoring time with him. Um, I will tell you, honestly, as we've started, we just moved, we've, we've been here two whole months, Woo-hoo! actually a little more than that. Uh, but still, you know, we're, we're in the process, just like Alan is of finding out people, getting to know people. And we're so busy that it's tempting to not spend time with God, not spend time in his word, not spend time praying. So um, this is a big deal. You know, we tend to just read through the Ten Commandments and it's like, yeah, 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 whatever. But this affects us to the core of who we are. Yeah, and it's, you know, it, and and it's, it's so easy, easy for us to do. And so it's easy to put people above God. And that's probably probably one of our biggest temptations in ministry, I think, is is to do that. But uh, we also have in here to place uh, our own security um, mm-hmm. above God and to kind of maybe um, whether that means that we, we stop listening to God and we stop doing all that he's called us to. Maybe maybe it's coasting. You know, what comes to your mind when you think about placing security over God? Well, it, I guess as I was writing this, I was thinking about this, the idea that I'm I want the security of keeping this job, right? Um, pastors, sometimes they're like, well, I don't, I don't want to mess things up. Don't rock the boat, right? <laughs> um, don't mess with things. And so if I'm in that mindset, if I'm doing everything I can to keep a job, first of all, that says that I don't trust God. I'm struggling to trust God because I, if he wants me here, he'll keep me here. If he doesn't want me here, there's nothing I can do to keep me there. And uh, so it affects how you preach and the things that you do, doesn't it? Yeah, when you're when you're taking this, you know, I think of it, you know, that you're always taking the the safe shot too. You know, you're you because you don't want to rock the boat. You don't you don't you don't move the needle any. And God's mm-hmm. not called us to to not move the needle. I mean, we're supposed to move the needle. That's what making disciples is all about. It's moving the needle in God's kingdom. And that's our responsibility. And if we're not doing that, we we have failed in that. And so that's, to me, that's the greatest uh, problem when we make security our God and, and we don't want to do that is that all of a sudden we're not difference makers anymore. Right. Yeah, we're doing the status quo. And, you know, it's tempting to, when you move into a new church to do the status quo. 
but God may have called you to do something else. Um, we've got we've got several podcasts about that. If you, I'd encourage you to go back and, and look at our previous podcast episodes and and how to start out in a new position because you do need to have some wisdom. You need to listen, um, but don't get stuck there. Yeah, and Trent, that ties into another one we have on our list, which is placing comfort above God. And that's kind of that that same idea, though, but that we can just really um, be comfortable. But I, I think maybe that has more to do with our own, per- maybe security mo- more with our position there and comfort more with our, our how we feel about ourselves there. You know, we want to, we just kind of want it to always feel good to us. Yeah, yeah. Um, comfort and convenience, I guess, are a um, couple of the words that come to mind there. You know, it's like, yeah, yeah, I could do this, I, and I don't have to do a whole lot of work, you know. Um, are you working it? Are you really, are you giving God your best effort? Um, well, but I'm comfortable. I'm, I've got this thing. I, I know all the people. And so this... This, in my mind, can be um, from the standpoint of a pastor who's been at a place for a long time. You know, he's he's comfortable, he knows the people, and so he just kind of coasts, as you said. Um, so we've got to be careful of that, because um, if I'm going to place my comfort and my convenience and my coasting above God, it's going to affect me as well. Yeah, you know, I, I love it. I've got I've got several um, retired pastors who have taken on revitalization efforts in my association. And man, I, what I admire about these guys is there's no sense of that. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, you know, the comfortable thing would be use use your retirement and enjoy it and 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 do what you can. And these are guys who have walked into difficult situations and have loved on difficult people and are seeing God do some amazing things because they didn't choose they didn't choose the route of comfort and that that to me that's that's kind of exciting stuff and what what a great example for those of us who are on their heels in ministry you know Trent, it's also uh, it's also possible for us to kind of make that little uh whether it's uh every couple of weeks or a couple of times a month once a, once a month that little paycheck that we get it's also um it's also easy to kind of make that our god isn't it Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Um, if if we're if that becomes our God, if we place getting a paycheck above God, then again, are we trusting in God to provide all of our needs? And if we're not, if we're trusting more in the treasurer of the church or that um, that paycheck to be deposited in our account, it does affect the way that we preach. It does affect the way that we minister. It affects the the people that we spend time with. Uh, and, and so instead of being led by God, we're being led by money. And, you know, you can't do that. You can't have both of those because in our culture, it seems like money wins out every time instead of God. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Trent, I've been on the side where um, I, I know I have been, as many pastors severely underpaid for the amount of work that I've done. I've also walked into a situation where I was making more money than I thought I should. Um, you know, and it is easy. It is easy to fall in love, to fall in love with, with making money and using that as your reason for doing everything. And I've seen some pastors who care so much about the paycheck that they start 
well, I want to write a book because I want to sell books or, you know, I'm going to do this because I'll get paid more money or I'll, I'll, I'm going to audition myself for revival meetings because I can get an extra paycheck uh, or, or something like that. And the motivation's not right. And it, it exposes us. It exposes us over time. And so, you know, be careful. Be careful if you're working um, for, for your paycheck. Um, Trent, you are a family man. You you are you are the Clark Griswold of pastors, man. And so, so, uh, so, so, uh, how, how is it that we can place family over God? How how does that happen? Well, <laughs> and I don't know if that's a backhanded compliment or what. <laughs> but um, as you think about that, you know, family. This is the deal that not only do pastors um, put in front of God, but a lot of people in our churches, our culture today, you just think about um, if, if you want to see where your families are on weekends or in the evenings, um, you can tell where their God is, right? Um, and so we place our family above God. We place our activities above God. Uh, and we see this big time in our culture today. Um, we have made our children our God. And I, that is no doubt. If you don't like it, I'm sorry, but that's the truth. In our nation, we have made our kids our God. Yeah, you know, Trent, it's it's one of the interesting things that I've seen uh, observed in ministry is, uh, you know, 20 years ago, people talked about, well, my, my dad was a pastor and I never saw him and he never came to anything to the standpoint of pastors. Well, I can't do that or I'm not going to do that because, you know. I've got to take my kid on this traveling team or, or, you know, I, I've got to do this or sorry, I can't, I can't be there for you in your time of need because I've committed this data to be to my family or, or this or that. And mm -hmm. I've seen, I've seen people, there is a balance in there Yes, and it yes. is not, you know, um, you know, when the disciples left everything to, to follow Christ, there were days that was not convenient for their families. And there are days ministry is not family friendly. Um, mm -hmm. And there's days that are, you know, but um, it, it's, it's to be kept in perspective. It's to be kept in, in balance. And it is to, re to remember that God gave us a family. It's a blessing. We have a wonderful responsibility. And our first earthly responsibility is to our family. But that mm -hmm. doesn't, that, that, just as ministry is not to exclude, uh, to, to be done to the detriment of our family, um, we are not to love our family to the point of neglecting our ministry. And right. I, think, I think it's about finding that healthy, that healthy rhythm, that healthy in-between there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, your first responsibility is to your family, but you're also your first ministry is to your family. And so that talks about, in my mind, talks about the balance of, yeah, I need to take time with them. But when I'm taking time with them, am I pointing them toward the Lord? Or am I just going to ball games? There's a, there's a difference, right? Um, and so it's very tempting for us to do that. Um, and so, Alan, the last thing uh, that I think is important, and I, boy, I've seen this in our culture big time, is that we place preference above God. Um, you see this in churches and you see this not only in pastors, but everybody. We place our own preferences above seeking God and his will. Yeah, you know, Trent, uh, you, you and I are both new in positions. And 
I think both of us, when we came to the position, you know, one of the early questions is, well, tell us your vision for us. And I think both of us were like, I can only give you a glimpse because I don't know you. And I'm leery. I'm leery of guys who go in with a grand vision before they know the situation. You know, I think that that is, I think that is something that always concerns me and something that I don't know. I don't know what to do with that or, or how to help someone through those times, but it is, it is important. It's, it is something we need to remember that we go in sometimes with our own agenda and our own desire and our own designs. And, and we, we make, making sure whatever it is, we accomplish that the objective instead of honoring God. And, and you're right. Preferences can very easily um, fall into that. Yeah. And this can go from the simple things like I like the temperature to be this or to, I like the music to be this. Um, but are we praying about any of these things? Are we asking God, what does he like? What does he want? What does he want us to do so that we can reach our community better? And there are times when our preferences have to go out the window so that we can be a light to the people in our community. Um, but boy, we struggle with that. In our culture in the U.S., we struggle with that. Yes, yes. It's, it's just who we are. I mean, we, we love, we love what we love. We want to see everyone else love love what we love, you know, and that's not, it's just not possible. You know, uh, you know, if, if Rocky road is your favorite ice cream and you demanded that everyone love Rocky road, if things would not go well, you know, there's a, <laughs> there's a reason that Baskin Robbins has 31 flavors is because not mm -hmm. everyone has the same preference. And, and that's, that's something we need to remember. And, and when we make preference, basically by making things go the way of our preference we are eliminating a lot of other possibilities and other opportunities and so we need to be careful not to make that our god so anyway Trent, man that's a that's a great list thinking about those things placing people above god placing security above god placing comfort above god could even be our paycheck or our family above god and then, of course, our preferences that we just spoke about. So that's a good list. Do you think we missed anything? Oh, I'm sure we did. <laughs> but And we'd love to hear from you all as you listen to this. Um, please send us a, a text, uh, or not necessarily a text, but an email. Um, you can send us a message on Facebook. And we'd love to find out your thoughts about this. Have you ever struggled with this? Because I can tell you that Alan and I have struggled with these from time to time and, and constantly seeking after the Lord. And, and I, just one parting thought, I, I think that's very important, and I, God has really hit me with this recently, is that we will never regain a passion for evangelism until we regain the gifting of hospitality. Um, and I just feel like we have, made made it so that we don't let people close to us and so we want to to encourage you to do that don't place yourself above god but place his leading as the first thing in your life and he'll lead you to minister to people that's right and that's why we're here we're here to help you and your church endure that is a that is just our passion it's what it's what drives us it's why we uh take this time besides besides the opportunity to to uh um you know, just uh, share and 
get on this podcast together because I love hanging out with Trent, even if I do call him Clark Griswold every now and then or something like that. But um, we, we are blessed to be able to do this. And we, we want to extend that to you. So please reach out to us if we can be of assistance. There's our Facebook page, our website. You can, re- you can email us. Um, we've given you that information on multiple occasions. Um, it'll be in our note today. So please reach out if we can be of assistance to you. And pass this on. If this is helpful and an encouragement to you, please pass that on um, to someone else. So thanks again for joining us. And we look forward to catching you on our next episode.